Hello, everybody. Charging Buffalo Podcast, Season 2, Episode 12, the trade deadline preview. And we're going to talk about all the Sabres rumors today. This is our second attempt at recording this episode because of technical difficulties. I hate tech. Hopefully, they don't have technology errors like this when we're trying to trade Kane. Because yes. you know what? You know what? They always tell us this in school come prepared. Mm-hmm. How about. We trade Kane days before the deadline because then we don't have to worry about equipment malfunctions. Yes, yep. absolutely. See? Mm-hmm. So as I just said 10 minutes ago, Jake McCabe shut down the rest of the season mm-hmm. for a shoulder surgery. And we talked about how maybe that was affecting his mediocre play in the beginning of the season. And hopefully he's 100% next year. And he is the same Jake McCabe that we knew and loved last year, and hopefully he can finally take that step, if he's still here, by the way. If he's still here. Yes. You know what? There are going to be guys included in the Kane trade, I think, that we did not expect to be traded. Jake McCabe could be a guy. Nathan Beaulieu. Nathan Beaulieu. Robin Leonard. Josh Georges. Mm -hmm. Anybody. Guys are going to go. You never know. Because guys are going to go that you aren't expecting. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna be. But I would say the guys that you're expect, the guys who are expected to get traded that are the UFAs. There's Kane, yes, Leonard, mm-hmm. RFA, maybe Johnson, probably not. Jacob Josephson, uh, Josh Georges, and Teepin maybe even have some interest. You never know, because you look at uh, Jakob Jarabek or whatever his name yes. is. Montreal he got traded for a fifth round pick and he wasn't even playing. You know. How about the trade that happened yesterday with? Michael Grabner. Michael Grabner, yes. A second, a second round and pick. Second and a prospect. And Igor Rykov is pretty good, too. I remember watching him at the World Juniors last year. He's no slouch. So, And I think that Kane would have more value than Grabner, but it's not that much higher. Because you look at Grabner, he's still a 20 goal scorer, <laughs> and he has like a $1.5 million cap hit. That right. makes him valuable in itself. Remember, Patrick Eves got a first round pick last year mm-hmm. uh, for. From debt for Dallas from Anaheim, because he was good. He was having a good year, and he was making a million a million dollars. So yeah. something like that. Oh, and uh, also this is coming out right now that Sport uh, uh, Trade Center will be on ESPN three all day as on well as deadline. two. ESPN two will have it from two to four, and if you want to watch Sportsnet's coverage, that'll be on NHL Network all day as well. Mm-hmm. So. We were talking about, in our first attempt recording this, how you need to find an illegal stream of yes. Trade Center. That doesn't have to happen this year because it will be on ESPN. Rely on the good folks over at NHL Streams on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Now, ESPN showing this, again, furthering their involvement with hockey. Yes. That's, that is very exciting because the NHL trade deadline, are you kidding me? You'd only show that if you're ESPN if you care. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, and maybe John Butchergrass will be on. It says uh, Steve Levy's going to be on. He used to commentate. Mm-hmm. He used to be the B guy, I believe, to who I don't know who the he might have been the lead ESPN announcer actually there in the in the final years. Okay, now on to the rumors. So Darren Dreger of TSN says that teams are interested in Josh Georges, and the Sabers are willing to retain half of his three point nine million dollar cap hit to strike a deal. He also believes Georges will indeed be dealt, and there is some interest in him. He believes that St. Louis and Winnipeg have kicked tires on him. Kick tires is the cliche, the buzzword that yes, we're going to be hearing. Yes, the trade deadline buzzword. Yes. So, I don't know. He thinks that Georges is going to get traded. I don't think Georges is going to get traded, mainly because he's playing on the second-worst team in hockey right now, and he can't even make the lineup, and our defense is a dumpster fire. Now, 
I you've already heard this, but the fans have not, of course. I don't think Georges offers the Jets much more than a guy like Tucker Pullman mm-hmm. or Ben Sherratt, especially yep. going down. He doesn't have the skill that the two youngsters he have. have. The feet. No, yep, no feet. And I just I don't think there's a place for him, quite honestly, in that line. Maybe St. Louis, but not in Winnipeg. Right. You don't. The Jets don't want to recreate the 16-17 Sabres defense. Oh, no. And they have one piece there already. And Dmitry Kulikov, yeah. who they're, I guarantee you they're going to regret uh, They're going to regret their decision to sign him because they got to pay Connor Hellebuck. Blake Wheeler is a UFA in the next couple of seasons. Uh, who else do they got to pay? Line A, he's up next year. Ehlers has to be Ehlers paid. is, I think they already Brian signed Little. him. Yeah, Little. No, they extended Little. They did? Yeah, they're going to be in a cap crunch. Shite. He signed. Yeah, oh, Shifley yeah, signed, signed. Uh, what's his name, uh, Enstrom. They got to sign if they want to keep Bufflin, him. Myers. Yeah. You know, it's going to be tough for them. Uh-huh. But, yeah, they're going to regret bringing Kulikov in at $4 million, But, yeah. hey, whatever. Uh, Bob McKenzie, TSN, says that the say, um, this was on his, ooh, I want to say it was the Bobcast mm-hmm. from last week. He said that the Sabres are weighing their options on, no, this was on uh, Insider Trading. TSN segment said uh, the Sabres are weighing their options with Robin Leonard for next season. He's a restricted free agent, so they can either not qualify him and let him go to free agency, trade him, or sign him to a short-term deal to compete with Linus Allmark next season. And you know, I was glad to see that uh, McKenzie said that he said the option of Allmark being Buffalo's starter next year. So that just shows that. Buffalo is really high on him, and that's actually a possibility. And the fact that McKenzie's even bringing that up is that's a legitimate possibility that Almar can be the number one next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> okay, sorry, something happened to the booth. Yes. <laughs> okay. What a disaster. And what do you think about what McKenzie said right here on Robin Leonard? I mean, Almar. He 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 did refer to this on the Bobcast as well. So. Yeah, he yes. talked about this last week, how he said, is Robin Leonard your number one going forward? Now, he obviously, something like this, again, came up with, Rob McKenzie said this during intermission of the Leafs game yesterday with James Van Riemsdyk. Yes. He said, but it's a different scenario because they're, the Leafs are actually they're in a playoff spot, yeah. so you do retain him to further your chances in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But we don't have the luxury of doing that. I don't think he gets traded just because Leonard. I don't think he. Gets what is either. what is Leonard going to do for a playoff team? He's not he's not good enough, quite frankly, to get a team to the cup. Yeah, and he can't be relied upon. But to, it might get a team like the Islanders from point A to point B, uh, win a playoff series, perhaps not a cup, but because Thomas Grice and Yarrow Lock have not been good enough for them. The Islanders are the only team who would benefit, and that is solely for the point of winning a a. Trying a to prove to John Tavares that hey, this is worth it, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's get, true. We'll they, get to more Leonard. They do bit. have a stud to woo mm-hmm. in in Tavares. So and Leonard to the Flyers is not happening no, anymore not because anymore. Uh, Peter Morozik was traded to the Philadelphia Flyers for a fourth round pick and a conditional pick and had a pretty good debut as well, only allowing one goal. Mm-hmm. So not bad. Made some nice stops. And that just shows you. You don't need to give up a lot to get a goaltender. Nope. Timmy nope, nope, Murray. Nope. Okay. And then Rick Dollywall, who covers the Canucks. I think he, I don't know. I, I see his tweets all the time. He does something for the Canucks, maybe a radio host. He says that the Sabres may have interest in Canucks defenseman Ben Hutton. So, yeah, I, I like Ben Hutton. He's a 
pretty good defenseman. He's still young. He's 24. Mm-hmm. He's got about, I don't know, $2.5 million on the cap. You know, if there's a hockey trade to be had there, I would do it. But, you know, like this if is, they would take Bolu off our hands, this that's is ex- what I would do. Exactly what we said, though, about Bolu. We were yeah. so excited about Bolu. It's the same exact scouting report for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then look where we are now. Yeah. You know, if if they would do a one for one Hutton for Bullu or you know other pieces going back and forth, that'd be Can't something hurt. that I'm interested in. But mm-hmm. you know, Hutton's having a mediocre year this year, but the past couple of seasons in the NHL, he's been pretty good. So I can't you know, stand keep your eye out for that. I just I can't stand mediocrity on this team anymore. Yeah, that's that's a rant for another time. Mm-hmm. But and Darren Dreger of TSN once again, he said the other day that. Things have picked up on the Evander Kane front, and he said there's more player involvement than picks and prospects, but the Sabres are still more interested in picks and prospects. So player involvement, that's something that's interesting, because if you're inquiring on Evander Kane, you're probably a contending team, and why would you want to pick players off your roster? I don't know, that's just something that struck out to me. And, yeah, I mean... Like, Kane, of course, he's performing a little better now. He's got, like, four goals in the last seven games. He's starting to, you know, show some effort out there once again. People are saying he's playing not to get injured. You know, I believe that, but, you know, I just – people are going to be disappointed in the return for Kane. It, They're either going to be blown away or disappointed. You, I think we've said this before. You don't get good – by only trading for picks and prospects. I can't stand those two words anymore. Those are the forbidden words. What kind of prospects are we talking about, though? You know, like the prospects like, I don't know, Brendan Lemieux and Vaslav Karabacek. Are you talking about I don't Jordan care Kyrou? about. I don't care about prospects anymore because we have been scorned by so many of them. The prospects is the only way we're going to get better. That's the only way. You need roster players, though. Who's giving up roster players for Kane? You can't. You're trying to win the cup. But that's where you're not you getting throw, good roster. Throw players. in other guys though. You're not getting good roster players. That's for sure. There on any given day, there is nothing stopping two teams from making a splash. There isn't. These are humans. They you know they can they can negotiate stuff. But my God, I will be so happy the day. Where we won't have to want a Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't want him. You don't. I don't want to. I don't want to need to have him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course he'd be great to have, but why do I want to be in this scenario where my favorite team is last in the league and I'm hoping we get this guy who will hopefully save our team? I'm sick of doing it. He will save our team. I don't. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't. I don't want him in a way. You know. Yeah. You don't. You, you get want, what I'm saying. You don't want to want. Him. I don't want to want him. But you want him. It's almost like he's gonna be a bastard to me because it's like, why? Why are you here? You shouldn't be here. We should be good by now. Why are you here? Okay. <laughs> I, it's. I'm. I'm sick of it. I'm so tired of it. I just want. How we have watched. Bad to mediocre hockey for seven years, Joe, and we're in this booth talking about it like it's going to turn around sometime. When is it going to turn around? I don't know. 
It might I'm, never turn around. We never know. I Look am, at the Bills. Look at the Bills. It was 25 years. Why have their fates... No, not 25 18. years. Gee, yeah, 18. I say 18. 18. Some say 17 seasons. I don't care. Yeah. When will this change? When are we going to watch a good team? It feels like it's never going to happen. It does feel like it's never going to happen. Because every move they make, on paper, it looks like we're making progress, but it never <clears throat> looked it never progress. I was in sixth grade last time we made the playoffs. Sixth grade! Can you believe that? I was doing field day <laughs> last time we were in the playoffs. I have responsibilities now, and we're not in the playoffs. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about I'm, more rumors. We gotta rumors. get back on track. Let's talk about more rumors. Uh, <sighs> on the 31 Thoughts podcast, Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick, check that out. It's a great podcast. But uh, 31 Hot Takes. Friedman <laughs> said that he thinks the Devils can be a team that can make a stealth cane trade, but I can guarantee you that it's probably changed since the Devils trade for Michael Grabner mm-hmm. last night. So... No, I mean, they gave a second in a prospect. The Sabres are probably asking for more, mm-hmm. and what do you do? You get the cheaper deal. Perhaps they inquired to us about it. They got the no from GM Bots, mm-hmm. and they they went to because what Bot- Bottrell was probably asking for was you know, a second, a mm-hmm. conditional pick. I don't know, John John, John, Quen- Quenville. John Quenville and Steve Santini, and you know they probably got the no. You know, what are yeah. you going to do? Yeah. Hopefully somebody will meet their demands, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Friedman also said on 31 Thoughts that the goalie market is very quiet. I would not expect a Leonard or, or Johnson trade, especially after the Philadelphia Flyers trade for Morozik. Their only hope is the Islanders and Oilers, which we will get to in a minute the, on the Oilers. Friedman also said, he talked about, he said I think last week that about how the Flyers and Sabres were talking trade, and he couldn't pin down who the Sabres are chasing or the Flyers are chasing, but <coughs> excuse me, but he said that he believes that the Sabres have interest in either Sam Moran or Travis Sanheim from the Flyers. Both are defensemen, former first-round picks. Uh, Moran, he was a, both of these guys are reaches in their respective drafts. In 2013, Moran was drafted, I want to say he was like a pick before Nikita Zadorov. I believe he was supposed to be a first round pick, but he went pretty high, like 11th or 12th overall, that high. Mm-hmm. Still hasn't made the NHL yet. He's just kind of a big punk. Was he big... the guy who was suspended for some dirty hit in? I don't know if it was in the A or in the NHL. Probably. Yes. He's he's just a big or he defenseman. Start, he he's started not, a he's fight. not that great of a skater. You know, I I'd probably stay away from Sam Morin, but Travis Sanheim, on the other hand, I would be a a big fan of acquiring Travis Sanheim. Ever since he got demoted to the American Hockey League, he's been putting up points for the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Good skater. Kind of Brendan Gooley-esque. A good skater, puck mover. Yeah. You know, he's the defenseman that you would want on your team. But, again, why would the Philadelphia Flyers want to give him up? Unless you're getting something really good in return. Which brings us to their next point. Where Friedman and Merrick, Jeff Merrick brought up uh, Sam Reinhardt. Would they be willing to trade him? And I don't know if Friedman knows the situation that Reinhardt's been playing wing or not, but he brought up the idea that Ryan O'Reilly isn't going anywhere, Eichel's not going anywhere, and Casey Middlestad is going to be here too. So he said, as soon as next year, your top three centers can be Eichel, O'Reilly, and Middlestad, 
and he said like would Reinhardt want to be the fourth line center something like that and he thought he kind of subtly hinted that Reinhardt could be the guy the Flyers are chasing and if you go back I don't know three four weeks ago when I was talking that Sam Reinhardt can still fetch you a first round pick I, I mentioned the Flyers because they have two first round picks I think he could be a likely trade partner for Sam Reinhardt I think he certainly can it's it's not out of the realm of possibility mm-hmm. to fetch that good. But the, uh, is selection. it a one for one? Sandheim for Reinhardt? I don't. I think I would want more. I'd want more. I would absolutely, definitely want absolutely. More. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if you can get one if of their only, first round picks. But it, if you can get one of their first round picks in Travis Sandheim, I think you probably pull the trigger. If only Reinhardt for Hannafin was still on the table, he might be. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it ever was on the table. Carolina. I don't that was think, the big I rumor. I don't think they would trade Hannafin. I don't think they that I don't think they, they're looking they for a, a either, number but. one center if they are trading Hannafin. I don't think that's going to happen. Back to Ryan O'Reilly though, I don't want him to be traded because he is a guy that we need on this team when we're going to be good. I don't care if he's thirty when we're good; he's going to be a valuable asset. Mm-hmm. What no, if whether he's on the second or third line, he's a right now. I don't think they need to trade him, but if this happens again next year, don't let the door hit you on the way out. He's he's a talented vet. Who who can win you some key faceoffs in playoff games when we do get there? He's still almost on twenty goal. Pace, He's yeah yeah right? yes. I thought you were gonna acknowledge his age. He's only like twenty four still or twenty five. But he, how old is old? He's Riley? a very He's young like man. Twenty six maybe. Is he? Or is he really that? Hold on, I'll look it up. He's he's about twenty five years old I think, but he's he's a lot younger than you think because he looks like a grizzled man. However, he I I don't see, there's value there. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. There's value. It's just. I don't. The want... contract is terrible. Seven point yeah. five million dollars, and like what? Uh, this comes up a lot recently because of Eugene Melnick, how he moved out enough for Gabrick to save real money, not cap. But if you look, at what Riley's actually making it's ridiculous. He's make. I think he this year he's making like nine million dollars. I want to say that. I don't think it's that bad. A contract. He's a good player, mm-hmm. but who who wants to pay him actually right nine million dollars for the level he's on? I could, yeah, I see your What's argument. His salary. Oh, let me find it. I so, know Cap Friendly has this in here. Yeah, signing bonus. 2016-17, he made ten million dollars in signing bonuses. He's making eight million dollars this year. So yeah, he's making nine million dollars this year. Ba- signing bonus of eight million dollars, presumably on July first, and then a base salary of one million dollars. Yeah, his base salary is one million dollars per year, and the rest of it is signing bonuses: seven point five million, five million, five million, five million, five million. So if there's a by looking at O'Reilly's contract, the prime time to, for a team to trade for him would be 2019-2020 because his signing bonus is five million. And his base salary is six is one million, so that'd be he'd make be making six million dollars per year in actual money. But his cap hit would stay the same at seven point five million, if that makes any sense. So if a penny pincher owner like Eugene Melnick would want to trade for Ryan O'Reilly, that would be the time. Mm. And of course, the cap's going up. Seven point five million will be like today's five million, mm-hmm. and you know all will be well, and Ryan O'Reilly will be tradable once again. But yeah. right now, it's not the time because the contract is sucks, and he's making way too much money in salary. Mm-hmm. You know, but we'll go on to the next rumor. Uh, Darren Dreger, once again, he says that 
interest in Evander Kane is developing, and Buffalo is willing to lighten up lower their asking price, which was a first-round pick, a prospect, another conditional pick, and a roster player. And now, according to Dragger, it is just a second and a good prospect, which is about the same that you got what the Devils gave up for Michael Grabner, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I wouldn't call Igor Rykov a good prospect, but he's he's not Vaslav Karabachek no. prospect. He's he's a decent one. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like I saw, I think uh, Jared tweeted this out on the Charging Buffalo account yesterday. There was like a chart of the difference in talent in value between a low first-round pick and a mid-second-round pick, it's not all that much. Because mm-hmm. you got to think, this draft, once you get past, I don't know, 20, 21, it starts, to, you know, it's about equal. Yeah. And that will go on until about, I don't know, the mid-30s, like pick 35, mm-hmm. and then it's all equal again. So, you know, odds are if, I don't know, pick a team. Who, who can get Calgary? No, Calgary doesn't have any picks. Never mind. That's a bad choice. San Jose. Okay, San Jose trades, I don't know, a second-round pick and a prospect for Kane. You're getting a pretty good prospect. I don't know, Jeremy Waugh. Yes. Just throwing it out there. Jeremy Waugh and then a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. You're looking at, I don't know, 50, 50th overall. What's the difference between 50th overall and, I don't know, 28th? It's not all that much. It's, it's, a, it's a difference, but you're not getting that much of a difference, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I, can, I get it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're talking skill wise, and yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, first round picks are more of a guaranteed thing. Mm-hmm. Your guy fiftieth overall, he's gonna have warts to his game. I don't know, defensive ability, skating, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, but you know, that's just something to look out for. I think they'll get more than a second and a prospect based on the Grabner trade. Hopefully, a first, mm-hmm. but you know, that still remains to be seen. We'll find out closer to the deadline. And Darren Dreger, this was on the Insider Trading edition of the the Bobcast that I listened to this morning. It was Pierre Lebrun, Darren Dreger, and, of course, Bobby Margarita, Bob McKenzie. (laughs) They were all – it was the quiz master. He was also there if you listen to the Bobcast regularly. He said – Darren Dreger said, speculated, speculated. This is completely different. This isn't a rumor. This is just speculation that – Robin Leonard to the Oilers is a possibility because the Oilers are looking for someone to challenge Cam Talbot between the pipes. Now, that doesn't mean that this is going to happen on Monday. This could still happen in the offseason. Yeah, I think he said that it'll be solved by the time next season starts, if it happens at all. Because Leonard's an RFA that can trade for his rights at the draft or something, and then, I don't know, a second-round pick, and then they can just sign him, do a bridge deal, and it'll all be well. And... Craig, remember Craig McTavish? He was here for like three straight games watching Buffalo. And McTavish is like their director of player personnel or some pro scouting, something like that. He's been scouting Buffalo a lot recently, and I, it, he's probably looking at Robin Leonard. And coincidentally at that time, Leonard's playing pretty well. So maybe. I just I can't see Leonard. I can't see the market for him. If, if these scouts have seen what we have seen, this season, I don't see if he puts a team over the hump or not. Or and I think we were talking about this well, in this take. Oilers, they're just looking for somebody to challenge Talbot. They are. They they're are not looking for. A guy I think to Talbot's better than him, though. I I think they're about the same. I Talbot's not that good, but he's not. 
like the Oilers were good last year, but it wasn't because of Talbot. True, you know, true. It's never because of the goaltender. He was Montreal. he he was a Vezina candidate though. Yeah, it's because the Oilers were fantastic, and if your team's fantastic, your goalie's gonna be playing fantastic. A lot too. changes in the course of a year. Mm-hmm. A lot. Okay, we're gonna take a peek at TSN's trade bait list. We'll talk about who's on the move, that kind of stuff. Number one, Eric Carlson. Do you think Carlson gets moved? Yeah, we'll, I we'll, think he, we'll go down the list. Yeah. You think he's going to get moved? I do. I do. And uh, he pulled a prank, actually, on the, on the media on the media yeah, today. Yeah, he I went to the Tampa trainer's room and locker room and shook hands with people and then just, wow. just, just to mess with them. I like it. But I do think Carlson is moved, yes. At the deadline or in the offseason? I, I don't think it's going to be happening at the deadline, but I think it will happen in the offseason. Ah uh, man, I here's the deal. I hope it happens at the deadline. I hope it for, happens for too. the entertainment yes. value. I but I think it happens in the off season. I hope it happens at the deadline. Of course. What is Ottawa gonna do? They don't have their first round pick next year. <laughs> if they're moving out all these guys with term, they're done for this coming draft. No, next season because they're season. they're not gonna. I don't know what they have a tough decision to make. Do they want to? Because the first round pick they can choose to give it to the uh, the Avalanche or not. Uh, they're going to have a top five, six pick. Do you want to take the risk where, hey, yeah, we'll give you the sixth pick this year and we'll just take our first-round pick next year and control our own destiny? Or do you try and move heaven and earth to, earth to the avalanche to get your first-round pick back, which is probably Carlson? Well, they don't have very good management. Yes, that that's, is true. That, that's clear. Yeah, did you see that their idiot GM, Pierre Dorian? He, he, he got an asked, extension, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, they extended three years. Three years. Yep. He's going to be there for another four years. <laughs> wow. But uh, he was. they were like, Are you gonna, is Carlson going to get traded? He's like, well, Gretzky was traded. Like, what's wrong with you? You don't say that stuff. What's wrong stuff? with you? There's Why would you say that? Your fans love Eric Carlson. Like, mm, there is, It's like, do, do the Senators have a PR department? I don't think so. Wait, did anybody get even a crash course in public relations? They, they, they don't know how. I've never seen a team just so... Poorly managed. Poorly like, managed, but... Has did, Pierre Dorian listen, made one good trade? One. I've never Maybe. seen. Uh, I've never seen an organization that is so disrespectful to their fans. Ottawa is a great hockey market. They don't deserve Pierre Dorian and Eugene Melnick. No. I'm sorry, this is ridiculous. It's they, like they're holding them for ransom or something. Why is Eugene Melnick, Melnick there? needs to sell the team? He Mel- needs to sell. And now he's. Did you see he's like executive vice president or whatever? He's got a more hands-on role. This it, is ridiculous. I feel so bad for Sanders fans. If Melnick has such contempt for the city of Ottawa. And owning this team. Sell the team. Sell the team. Sell the team. You aren't just... You don't win cups by pinching pennies. It is disrespectful. Yes. To the fans. And why are they... They're in Canada. Canada, Ontario. Move to... Relocate to downtown Ottawa. Yeah. Like, come on. it's That's just a joke. I'm sorry. We're going off. I don't think they've here. ever played in Ottawa in a real arena. And they tarp the seats, too. Yeah. In 300 level. They can't... A Canadian They couldn't market. even sell out... Uh, Eastern Conference Final games last year. A Canadian market that has to car- uh, curtain off games is embarrassing. Yeah. And, you know, Quebec, they got an arena all set and ready for them mm-hmm. if they want to mm-hmm. sell. So, mm-hmm. I I don't know. They're but I think, I think Batman will be damned before he puts another team in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, such a mess in mm-hmm. Ottawa. Yeah. Okay, number two, Rick Nash. <laughs> Obviously, Nash is going to get moved. But, I don't know, $7.8 million... 
Nash is 33. He's not the player that he once was. He only has 28 points. Why are people thinking this guy's going to get more than Kane? Because he's Rick Nash. Because he's Rick Nash, yes. Yeah. That's exactly and why. He's he's played a long time. He's big. Big old body. Mm-hmm. He he has more of a, a superstar aura, if you will, around him. He's a faded superstar, but... He's still a good player. He's a good player. Yeah. Absolutely. Even if the Rangers retain half of his salary, that's still a he's, pretty sizable cap. Though. He has 20 points, but he still has 18 goals. Yeah. And you look at Kane, he's got 20 goals, mm-hmm. 40 points. But, you know, that locker room cancer locker room cancer thing is going to be... I mean, you put Nash on a third line in, in, in Nashville or something, 18 goals is pretty darn good for a third line player. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Nash will get moved. I don't know to where Boston's been interested. Uh, Winnipeg, I think, has interest, but I don't think they're on his list. Nobody wants to go to Nobody Winnipeg. Nobody wants to go to Winnipeg, yeah. It's sad. I think Nashville will get him at the end. You know of the what day, though? though? The Jets are gonna have a chip on their shoulder. They're gonna put that to use. Mike Green, mm-hmm. Detroit number three, twenty nine points, six million dollars. I think Green. I you know I I'm gonna say that Green won't get traded. That's my bold prediction. I think he. There's a good chance he will, but I think Holland might hold on to him if he doesn't get what he's asking for. Mike Green. He was the Capitals guy, right? Mm-hmm. He won a Norris one year, and I he's still going strong. Mike Green, um, good he's second. The top pair. De- he's the top defenseman on the market. It's not even close. Oh, besides Carlson, of course. He can be a good second pairing guy. Well, the real market, Mike Green's the best. Yeah, you know, I, it, I don't think Carlson. Carlson is the the wild card. Yeah, we don't have to include Absolutely. him necessarily, but I, you know, I, he's gonna get traded. A brain they would trade Mike Green because you can get a first round pick yeah. from him because right handed shot. Offensive guy, I think he gets moved. Yeah. yeah, but I wouldn't be shocked if Holland holds on to him. This next name, I thought it said Laurent Brassois, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> Derek Brassard, Ottawa, rental. Oh wait, no, he's got another year left on his contract. So, I think Brassard does get traded. I think I think uh, Darren Dreger said that he thinks that all of Ottawa's guys are going to get traded: Hoffman, Brassard, Carlson, all of them, Zach Smith too. Uh, Pittsburgh has been connected to him. Now, Broussard, he was uh, one of the horrific trades that Pierre Dorian has made, giving Mika Zibanejad and a second-round pick to get this guy. It's weird to see a team like Ottawa just folding because for so long I have known them as a team that they're just absolute pest. They won't go away. They're always competitive. They're always getting on your nerves. And we're seeing them finally just completely give in. Admit that they're a mediocre hockey Admit team. Admit to their failures yep. and just completely fold. And it, it's neat seeing that because, man, my whole time watching hockey, they've been the jerks of the league. I've never liked them. And they're finally acknowledging that mm-hmm. they're going downhill, that steep, steep slope. Think he's get, you think Broussard gets moved? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do too. Patrick Maroon, Edmonton. $1.5 million pending UFA, 30 points. 14 goals. And there's rumors that Edmonton may look to re-sign Patrick Maroon as well. So I think Maroon will sign. I think Edmonton will keep him. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, I don't. I, obviously not everybody on this list is going to be traded. Yeah. So I do think Maroon is going to be staying put. Evander Kane, number six. Youngest guy in the... I don't know. Top, yeah, in the top 12, he's the youngest guy. Highest scorer? 
Yes, he's got 20 goals, most goals out of anybody, and he's second in points to only Eric Carlson by two points. So, you know, on paper, Kane should be getting the most, but judging by his play the last, I don't know, two months, and that, you know, the locker room cancer uh, enigma, whatever you want to call it, will never leave him, mm-hmm. even though he's been, it's been two years since any incidents have happened. You know, it's gonna affect his value. I love how he just he knows it's happening. Yeah, he was the one around with the media the other day, the press conference where he said he didn't say if, but he said when, mm-hmm. when I'm traded. Yeah, he yeah he knows he's a gone. He knows he's gone. Buffalo, I don't think they've even made an attempt to sign him. But if in the event that he doesn't get traded, make the contract talks start right away because mm-hmm. you can't lose him for nothing. Number seven, Mark Letestu. I think Letestu gets traded. Yeah. Latestu is much more. He is the second. He's the number one uh, rental center available. Probably Thomas Placanic too, but he's number eleven. Mm-hmm. We'll, I don't think we'll get to him, but yeah, I think Latestu gets traded. Teams are looking for centers. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Mike Hoffman. I think he gets moved. I do. I think the Sanders move a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty-eight. He's got how many more years? Two more years left on his contract at five point one nine million dollars. Hoffman gets moved. I think they're going to get a lot for him. Mm-hmm. And if you look at all the guys that Ottawa can trade, Broussard, Carlson, uh, Hoffman, you're, that's three first-round picks at least. Mm-hmm. You're getting a first-round pick for each of those guys. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Zach Smith. Three more years left on his contract at $3.25 million. I don't because he's so under the radar. I feel like a lot of teams don't. Yeah, I don't think acknowledge I don't, I don't his think skill set. I don't think Smith will get traded. I mean, he'd be a good fourth-line guy to have on a cup team. Yeah, but absolutely. Uh, and then not doing much. The last guy we're going to talk about, Ryan McDonough. Do you think he will get moved? Two more yes. years left after this year. Yes, I think the Rangers clean house. They sent out that letter to the season weeks ago. Holders, yep. That means it's going down. It's going down. I don't think. I think they're going to wait until a draft for McDonough. I think they're going to wait for the best offer possible, mm-hmm. unless they really just want to sink in the standings. You wait for the best offer possible. I don't think there's any rush to get Ryan McDonough out of here. Mm-hmm. I think Toronto is a team that is looking at him too, which, you know, I don't want Toronto getting McDonough or Boston for that no, matter. No, Tampa is on him. I've heard as well. Mm-hmm. Tampa, if Tampa gets Carlson, you might as well just hand them the cup right now. Yeah, then it's Super Team City and it's oh, game over. Uh, okay, so now we're gonna. Last but not least, we're going to answer just a couple of questions. We're running low on time. Uh, first one comes from. Spoons thirty seven, he says. Do you think Scandell is our best consistent defenseman? Yes, he is. And I thought that yesterday when he scored the goal, he's been the most consistent. Certainly, absolutely. But by far the most consistent player on our defense core. Ristolainen's been very good lately. Lately, but he's been up and down throughout the season. But that's just a product. I don't think Scandell is better than Ristolainen. Ristolainen really good. Is going to have a good career. I'm sorry to all you haters out there who want to call it quits on him already, but he's going to be fine. He's on a bad team. Mm-hmm. And then Chad asks, do you think we can somehow get rid of Larson, Georges, and Falk? Also, if we get prospects and trades, will they be sent to the Amherst? Or do you have the – or do you, the GMJB, will want – okay. Or do you think Jason Botterill will want to see what they have to offer right away? Love – the work that you guys do. Thank you. We appreciate you. that. And he also says, and one last thing, would you, who would you get 
if they get a late first rounder. Okay. Okay, Larson. Uh, I don't think so. If GMs and other teams know what is good for them, you're not trading for yeah. Johan Larson. Josh Georges. I'd give it a 25% chance. Falk. for Justin Falk. Falk doesn't do anything for a playoff team right now. Uh, As far as prospects go... I don't mean to yell at you, Chad. (laughs) I wasn't. wasn't. As far as prospects go, you're probably getting junior guys, so they Mm -hmm. can't go to Rochester Mm -hmm. anyways. If you're getting young players, put them in Rochester. They might want to see what they have in these guys in the NHL level, but you never know. And as far as late first-rounders, I don't know, I talked about Johnny Tyconic last week, and you thought that was hilarious. Iconic, Tyconic. Yeah, Johnny Tyconic is my guy right now as far as first-rounders, late first-rounders. Sounds like a wrestler. High upside. Uh, Jet Wu. Jet Wu. Jet Wu would be another defenseman that I would like. Wu, Fu, and Poo. Trying to think of a forward that I would really like. Oh, jeez. Hold on, I'll pull up. No, we don't have time yeah, for this. We don't have time for this. Yeah, Tyconic and Wu would be my two guys that I, I would really want the Sabres to draft. Uh, I want Tyconic to get his jersey. Is there a chance we will keep Kane that comes from Cam? I don't think so. I think he's gone. Maybe in the offseason. If they want to give him a contract in the offseason after trading him, by all means, go ahead. But I don't think that's There's always happen. a chance. Yeah. Mm, it happened with Molson and McCormick. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin asks, what do you think the future holds for Sam Reinhart point-wise? Is he ever going to be a 20-goal scorer? Well, he's already had one, uh, two 20-goal seasons, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. One, at least one. I know he had one. I think he did it last year. But, yeah, I think he, he is a 20-goal scorer. Mm-hmm. He already is a 20-goal scorer, and I think he's got more 20-goal campaigns ahead of him. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Uh, we got this a lot. It's a podcast on iTunes. We're, we're working on we're it. We're working on it. We don't have time. We both... Have jobs where wait students, you know what? we don't have time. I you know there I know the way to do it. Okay, but listen, this is actually PSA to everybody. If you know how to set up an RSS feed, DM us. Okay, because that is you need an RSS feed, mm-hmm. which is just a web page on your website with a link to all the shows. So essentially, we'd have to put a web a web page. Maybe Jared can do it. Okay. a web page with the show it has to have an audio file in it. And then link it to iTunes. Okay. So that's well. Well, we're working. on Somebody it. help us. We're working okay? on it. Thank you. And then our last question comes from Josh. He says, "If Rasmus Dahlin comes to Buffalo, who would you go after for a solid, and consistent top four defenseman?" Hmm. I'm not up on the free agents right now. Who are here? There's nothing. There's uh, nothing John here. Carlson's the best one, but like he, he's good. Here? Why would he come he here? He wouldn't come here. I don't think. You know, you're going to a cup contender. But if they get Dahlin, you know, there's. Too many cooks in the kitchen at yeah. that point because you got Gouley, Dalene, Nelson, Bogosian, Ristolainen, McKay, Beaulieu, and Teepin if he stays. Somebody's got to go. You got to uh, subtract before you can add. Yeah. Okay, that's all we got for. Uh, can I make an announcement? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Monday. Monday. Oh, yes. Four. For me to do it? I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. So, Monday, there's a chance we will go live on our Instagram. We'll do a live QA, perhaps. We'll see. What I was thinking is we record a show and bring it to them live, put it on demand later for all. We could. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's possible. Get to let us know. Let see us know the boys in action? Let us know if that's something you'd like to see. If you would tune into that live, we will answer all of your mm-hmm. guys' questions and we'll bring you live NHL trade deadline coverage, perhaps. Yes. yes. So, if you enjoyed, let us know. We love to hear your feedback. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Charging Buff. Follow us on Instagram at the Charging Buff. Follow us on SoundCloud at the Charging Buffalo. You can follow me 
on Twitter at JoeTCBNHL. Where can they follow you? You can follow me on Twitter at LukeTCB. That is L-V-K-E. And by the way, please say you want us to do this because I really want to do this live show. So, thank you. Okay, that is it for the Charging Buffalo podcast, Season 2, Episode 12. We might see you on Monday. Mm -hmm. Have a good one.